Hello, and welcome to another episode of Make Believe Heroes. This is Paul. Uh, I know that it's been a minute since you heard from us, really. So I just wanted to drop a quick note and let everyone know we love you guys and we miss you. Uh, we are looking forward to having the show going back on a regular schedule very, very soon. Uh, but today, I have a very special presentation of Make Believe Champions for you. This is the first of three episodes in this particular session, which we have entitled The Grovers. So I'm dropping in here the exact same file that we released to our patrons some time back. Uh, we will have part two next week, and then the third part the week after that. And then we're going to have another Champions session to be releasing to everyone very soon as well. So be looking forward to those episodes. If you have a question about our release schedule, if you haven't heard, uh, we are actually not going to be back with season four until the beginning of 2022. And the main reason for that is that we've got these three Champions episodes to release. We have two more Champions episodes to release. And then we want to get out a Christmas special. So there's really, I mean, with those things, we've just, we're, we don't really have time. And I hated to start back with season four for a couple episodes and then step off again. If you want a more detailed explanation, please follow the link in our show notes here, which will link you to a YouTube video, which I posted kind of explaining everything. And it's about seven, eight minutes long. If you got a set, go listen to that. And uh, thank you so much for your support, for listening. And without further ado, here is part one of The Grovers. This is a podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons with each other. It's true. My shirt says that. That actually oh wasn't your loudest scream. And also, we have other people oh here. It hurt me through my headphones. I heard it in the room and in the headphones. Hello, and welcome to Make Believe Heroes. I am your dungeon master, your friend, your uh, pen pal, cousin. My Joe. name is Paul. Is it? I thought it was pale. Today we are bringing to you another exciting edition of Make Believe Champions. And I'm joined by some f lifelong friends and some new friends. Me. You. Jeffrey. And I play... Jim. Jim. He plays Jim. He's mm. uh, we're mixing it up today. Oh my god. Jim a little cart. Oh, wow. Wouldn't that That's be something? Not, that would be something. All right. Hey, I'm Felicia and I play Gretchen. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Mm, no. There oh my god. Yes. That is a nice joke. Who else do we have? I'm Shreya and I'm freaking out. I mean, I'm Sayla <laughs> Shatter Shield. <laughs> okay. I'm Marissa and I sound exactly the same as Emily. <laughs> I'm Emily, and I'm playing Marissa. <laughs> well yes. We are going to play Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, we are, are going to play Dungeons and Dragons. I I'm here for it. I thought we were playing Skyrim. Dude, I thought this was Uno. <laughs> we're going to get started. Um, but before we do, Emily. Me? Since you went last, you get to go first this time. How did you learn about our podcast? I learned about the podcast because of Marissa. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Okay. And Marissa, how did you learn about the podcast? Because I was like, hmm, I really want D&D &D podcasts. So I Googled it on Apple Podcasts. Well, not Googled it. 
Yeah, you searched it's Apple, it. but right. <laughs> but I searched it and I was looking around and I tried out a whole bunch of weird ones. That <laughs> and this was one of the weirdest. She was all like, "This is yeah, it." This yeah, this is the weirdest <laughs> one she found for sure. What Amazing. about you, uh, Shereya? I got introduced to D and D through some friends from church, and mm-hmm. um, they were like, "You should listen to such and such podcast, or you should listen to such and such podcast." And I did, mm. and was not very happy with uh, the quality or content. Mm-hmm. So I was looking for something a lot more clean, and I found Make Believe Heroes, and I never looked back. <laughs> and you told all your DMs. Never heard of Told her. everyone. <laughs> I have it. Everyone. I have it on my water bottle. I tell people at the grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> uh, fun, fun, fun. <laughs> okay. Well, we're super excited to play D&D with you guys, or you ladies. Before we begin, I'm going to roll this large blue D20. Going to be an eight. Oh, gosh. That's not an eight. It's a 19. That's not good. I got a nine. That's good for us, right? No. Uh, I don't know. You never know. So let's play some Dungeons and some Dragons. A brilliant light shines down from a heavy stone ceiling, gleaming like a miniature sun over top of a quaint but large farm-style house built underneath the streets of Brightport. This enormous cavern is carved perfectly into the earth, surrounded in stone and concrete. Pipes run clean water into a great moat, which runs out into the river below. But around this stone cavern, there are also these great vines and roots seen, piercing and jutting out of the stone above and around. They hang down and curve in and out of the stone around the cavern, kind of like a thread on a needle. The house is three stories high with a wide green lawn spread out around it. Dozens of people are seen outside the house. Children, adults, some are cooking over small fires. Others are sitting in their small tents. But on the back side of the house, a significant area is cordoned off. And inside, some are sparring and practicing magic. Or at least they would be. At this moment, most of the trainees are standing around the area forming a circle watching attentively as two figures are locked into heated hand-to-hand combat. One is a halfling dressed in monk robes, her hair tied back in a tight ponytail. She suddenly rolls forward, springing off from her feet, striking a palm toward her opponent. A prominent scar running down her left forearm shines in the light as her arm thrusts forward. Her opponent's caught off guard by the swift strike, stumbling back as the halfling's palm strikes her in the sternum. She quickly regains her composure, rolling to the side as the halfling moves in for another strike. She runs toward a pole at the corner of the sparring area, running up at a few steps and leaping off of it, flipping back and landing lithely on her feet. Before the halfling can turn on her, she cups her hands around her mouth and blows a strong whistle, blasting a thunder wave at her opponent. The halfling is blasted back against the post, and in that small window, the tiefling darts forward, crashing her fist into the wooden pole right beside her opponent's head. Well done, Misk. She says, reaching a hand up toward the golden-eyed tiefling. Well, I guess we don't have to call this training anymore, since, you know, getting better than my teacher. Don't get too cocky, Misk. It was a good strike. Well, you've taught me well. She reaches up a hand towards you. I pull her up. (laughs) You help her up. She doesn't come up very far. I mean, she is a halfling. But you help her up. As the two of you are standing there chatting, um, discussing, she's giving you a few pointers about which you could have still done better. Someone comes jogging into the circle, an elvish boy. He approaches with the two of you, and he walks forward. And he his says, name is Healy's. His name is Healy's. No, he's a halfling. Oh. 
Does he? Is he you wearing want to be Heelys? Heelys? I, can, I can just retcon Heelys in nah, here. Nah, it was a joke. Twenty-four-seven. Dude, always grinding. Student <laughs> athlete. Uh, <laughs> the selfish boy comes running into the circle, approaching the two of you. Miss Lucy, uh, I have a message for you. You are being summoned. They say that we have a visitor. And he hands her this little paper. She opens it, reads it, turns to you, Misk. Ah, we should probably go. This seems like it could be important. Um, That'll be all for now, she says, speaking to all of the trainees around. If you would like to continue sparring, help yourselves. But remember, be careful. We don't need wounds in the training sessions. And then she turns and she and Misk begin to walk away. Does Miss follow? I mean, you, you follow her. Oh, right? yeah, I'm with her. Okay. She's my teacher. They make their way around the house. Uh, they wave and stop to talk to a couple of people on the way, but they make a swift pathway into the house. They go up a large staircase to the second floor where there is a ornate sort of door. Miss, you recognize this door because you've been here before. It is the same door that leads to what was once the Shiv's office here in this house. Mm. Uh, but as the two of you go in, you know, maybe you can't help but feel a little bit of that re- reluctance because of how many times you've been there otherwise. Mm-hmm. But inside, uh, it's been sort of converted into a meeting room that the resistance uses for important business and such. Inside, there is a desk, a large, ornate desk. It's, I'll say large, it's kind of short, but it's very wide and it is made from the finest cherry wood. There is a tall, green-skinned lizard man. He is leaned back in a chair with his feet propped up on the desk, and standing before the desk is an impressive figure. A dwarven woman with some blood dried on her arm from a recent battle. Sayla, why don't you describe your character? So Sayla is a dwarf, and she mm-hmm. has... Dark auburn hair that's secured in a ponytail, a high ponytail mm-hmm. with braids that come down the side of her face. She has black and silver chainmail, and she has the sign of Dervetter on her shoulders. Nothing gaudy or showy, but she does have a dark blue cape and brown thick boots. And she also has a silver and black great axe strapped to her back. Interesting. Okay. Does she have a beard? No, she does not have a beard. <laughs> it's a myth. Clean no, shaven. It's a, it's a myth. No, she's she. That's what the the braids are for. <laughs> they hang down the side. <laughs> no. uh, okay, it's to cover the enormous sideburns that she mm-hmm. has. Misk, uh, come in, please. We have a guest. I'd like to introduce you, if that's okay. And uh, you too, Lucy. Come in, please. Shut the door behind you. Uh, Hjalmar says as the two of you step in. Uh, Lucy closes the door behind you, and Misk, you step forward, seeing uh, this dwarven lady. Misk, this is uh, is Sayla, right? Sayla, you said is your name, right? Yes, yes, it's Sayla. Sayla Shattershield. Uh, Shad- Shattershield. That's a that's a mouthful. Let me tell you. Um, but yes, she says she's come from uh, from Dimmerhold to help out. Uh, right? Am I getting that right? Yes, absolutely. From Dimmerhold. The halfling monk, Lucy, steps forward. She extends a hand towards you. Do you shake it? Yes. <laughs> I put my hand forward and shake it. <laughs> this is an audio medium, Sharia. We yeah. have to describe. <laughs> She's like, She's like reaches her hand out. <laughs> She's got her hand out. And I'm like, cool. Yeah, that's great. I love it. But also. <laughs> Sayla puts her hand forward and she shakes it uh, probably a little more aggressively than she should. Uh, Lucy takes it in stride. 
Hello, Selah. My name is Lucy Moss. I am uh, glad that you're here. We can use all the help we can get. I'm glad to be here. Anything that I can do to help. It's surprising to see a um, cleric, a paladin, cleric, paladin? Yes, a paladin of Dervetter. Yes, Claritin. I saw. <laughs> what? Say Claritin. I see the symbol of Dervetter there on your armor. I, I assumed that was the case. It's surprising to see you make such a trip at this important time up north. Dire circumstances definitely bring about coming in this time. Yes. Well, um, uh, welcome. I, I'm sorry that... Did you run into some trouble, she says, pointing to the blood on your arm? Uh, <laughs> it's just a flesh wound. Well, we will see if we can help with that. Miss, can you say anything? Yeah, I was just listening. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think her, like, having a teacher, she's mm -hmm. more quiet than um, usual, so. Well, this is Misk. Uh, Misk, this is Selah, like I said. If you'd like to uh, introduce yourself, don't be shy. Uh, hey. Uh, nice to meet you. It's nice to have you in, uh, well, what used to be the great city of Brightport. It's kind of fallen to that. No pun intended. <laughs> Get it? Because fallen growth. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, it, you know, it's, it's okay. Um, we're going to take it back. We're going to fix things here. It's going to be good. Everything's going to be fine. Um, but Selah, these two, uh, Lucy and Misk, they, they've been really helping out with, you know, uh, pushing back against the Grovers, and um, we're going to take the city back, you know. I, I mean, you know, it's it's really bad, you know, what happened with uh, with Atonia and uh, and all that. Uh, really sad about that. You know, it's awful. I mean, to be honest, it's terrible. Um, but we're going to, you know, we get, we got to protect our home, you know. Absolutely, and it, it was a, a terrible day when we heard of it, and I volunteered to come. Uh, and help in any way that I can. Uh, I, I look forward to working with both of you in any way that I possibly can to help in whatever way that is. So I'm just curious, you know, how, how are things in Dimmerhold with, uh, with the news of Atonia's passing? Like, um, you know, I know Devetter and Atonia. It, it was something that we, we mourned for for days, mm. but it, there is a fire within the people of Dimmerhold to help in whatever way we possibly can. It's it's something that we know that has grieved our own God, so we are yeah. going to do whatever we can to help. Well, if we if we ever get a chance to, you know, uh, find Blackfire and do something about that, we definitely will, but uh, as he's talking, the door busts in. And two figures come walking in. Oh, no. Uh, one is a tiefling, and one is a half-orc. Emily, why don't you describe Lucius for us? So Lucius, he is a purple tiefling. Ooh, purple. has horns, as tieflings do. They go, like, <laughs> up, back, mm -hmm. right? Cool. Um, is very uh, curly, black hair, kind of pulled back, kind of, into a attempt at a bun. Mm -hmm. He's very... He 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 he's very extra. He's got <laughs> some. Uh, <laughs> he's got some bling. Oh, cool! He, he's pretty fun. Mm. Um, he has uh, dark black eyes as well. Uh oh. Uh -oh. No. no pupils. Just blue. it's okay. So he's pretty legit. Cool, cool, he's cool. pretty hardcore. <laughs> no one knows. He's cool. Um, yeah. So that's Lucius. Uh, is he in the front? Probably. Okay. He's probably in the front of the group. 
<laughs> okay. And behind him is Larica. Marissa, why don't you describe Larica for us? Larica is, uh, she's kind of, she's she's taller than Lucius. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but she's fairly short for a half-orc, all okay. things considered. She's got sort of this dark gray skin with her hair tied, like, orange hair tied back in, like, a bun, kind of matted into, like, matlocks or dreadlocks. Um, She's wearing very simple clothes, Mm. (laughs) something green, like a jacket and some pants. She has her sword at her hip and the shield on her back, and she's just kind of frowning, looking around with her bright green eyes. Okay, so... When the door busts in, everyone turns to look at the two of you standing there. Uh, Lucius, what do you say? So, hi. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, hey, Lucius, uh, Lyrica, it's good. Uh, that's a little bit intense. Uh, what's going on? Is everything okay? So we found this guy. Are you interested in him at all? Or... <laughs> Lyrica just starts rubbing her forehead. Like um, he was kind of messing around, and I didn't like his style. <laughs> what sort of uh okay when you say you caught this guy uh, did you put him in the cells or well i assume that's where he's gotta go because he's got this really bad style it's not something i'm a fan of when you say his style is bad are you talking about the way he dresses or did he do something bad the way that he presents himself it just really rubbed me the wrong way <laughs> where did you never fu- take anything he says literally never take anything he says literally. Oh, okay no. larica I'm being literal. You found this guy. Where did you... Do you know... He was giving off all the wrong vibes. You can just say that. (laughs) You don't have to say stuff about style. You don't have to, like, go off... Well, that's what's his thing. The style he was giving me. It was giving me the heebie-jeebies. Okay. That's not a word. (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh, Sayla, if you'd like, uh, you're going to be helping us out. Then why don't you... uh, Why don't you come along with us? We'll go check out whoever this uh, stylish offender is and... uh, Or... uh, non-stylish i'm not sure uh if if that's (laughs) very non-stylish he stands up and he's very tall close to seven foot tall and lucy uh turns again to you she kind of places a hand on your shoulder selah she says it was nice to meet you i uh i'm going to return to the the training area we we're hard at work prepping people you know most of the folk here are not warriors and we are trying to teach them to defend themselves so i'm sure i'll be seeing you around selah Sounds good. I'm up to the challenge. She turns and heads on out, and um, Hjalmar kind of claps his hands together. Okay, well, uh, if you guys, let's go down to the uh, cells. We'll see what's going on with this uh, non-stylish offender uh, or whatever. His, uh, just follow me. And he heads out the door, and Hjalmar, Misk, Lucius, Larica, and Sela all head out of this uh, office and down the stairs, and then down into the basement, and then down one more step from the basement into these cells. It kind of looks more like a like a potato cellar that had been turned into a jail. Uh, you know, it's got a bunch of holding cells. It's dark. It's dank. And you guys are making your way forward. You don't go down to the very end, but you go down to the second to last cell. And you look inside there. It's lit down here, but it's only kind of dimly lit. It's kind of dark. And as you're looking inside... The light kind of shines through, and you see a figure sitting on a small wooden stool. Hjalmar steps up. He looks in. Ah, Joseph, is that you? (laughs) Jeffrey, why don't you describe your character? 
Uh, I don't remember how I described him last time. That's okay. He can look different. He's got blue scales. Yeah. <laughs> he's looking at his... Yeah, he's, he's got he's, blue scales. Uh, yeah. He's a dragonborn. <laughs> yeah. That's what he looks like. Yeah. Uh, you don't have any notes of the appearance. No, I didn't. Ma- I don't make notes. <laughs> That's fine. No. He's got a black cloak with hints of silver mm. twine. You might notice in cool. there. Cool. Cool. That's kind of covering up most everything mm-hmm. at this point. Okay. Kind of like a almost a cape, but it comes around a little more because it's a cloak. Right. And no weapons right now. No, no weapons right now. Blue scales. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Helmer says, Joseph, is that you? Yes. What are you doing here, Joseph? This I'm is- just trying to work. Whoever these people are, just I don't, they didn't even have a reason to bring me here. Oh, well, <laughs> let's be honest, Joseph. I'm sure you gave them plenty of reason. What? They said you're not stylish enough. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I said we should leave him alone. He looked like he was minding his own business. He looked like he was up to something, oh and I know when somebody's up to something. <laughs> if you weren't paying me, I wouldn't be here with you right now. Wow. <laughs> let, let me, let me, <laughs> so embarrassing. Oh, my God. Let me say this. You know, uh, Luci- Lucius is a, a little crazy, but he does have a, a feel for these things. I you mean, know? he knows style. Look uh, at him. I wasn't talking about the style. <laughs> oh, I was talking about when someone's up to something. And Joseph, <laughs> we go way back. You're probably up to something. Let's Wait. be honest. This guy's a bit of a scallywag. I'm if just I could up be to real. some work. That's all. Misk has seen Joseph. Have you? When Misk was. Oh yeah, you, you did. Away. Yeah, you've seen him, but. But know, it's been a long time. It's yeah, and it's like on the street. Like I, you probably wouldn't At remember night. each other, but you have seen one another. I was just saying. That's true. I forgot about that. So. Joseph, what uh, what brings you to Brightport during a time like this? Business. Right, yeah, sure. And I, all legitimate business, I'm sure. Yes, definitely. Definitely, legitimate. definitely. Legitimate. No chance that it was anything like underbellied or... Maybe the business of recovering stolen goods. Recovering stolen goods. Like, like a Robin Hood. And where is your crew? Where is the rest of your crew? They're off on business elsewhere. Business, right. You're being very vague, Joseph. We, we've got you in a jail cell here. Some of my crew went to Fallen Grove when they heard the news about everything that happened there. I hmm. uh, see, yeah. One of my crew members is actually from there, so he was a little concerned about his family. Uh, uh, that makes sense. Um, but why are you here? To recover stolen goods. What stolen goods? Uh, well, you may know the governor of Brightport. Kind of a nasty fellow. Yeah, seems like uh, he wasn't so great. Into some nefarious business. Right. Some bad stuff. I mean, he killed a god. That's the rumor. <laughs> it's not a rumor. Come on. He has a this. lot of stolen goods. Stolen goods. Well, you do know that he's not here, right? Yes. He Does he have to be here to recover the stolen goods? Oh, <laughs> you're saying that they're here somewhere? They are. Okay. Well, They are. well that's uh you know that's interesting for you but you do know if you go over there you're just gonna get yourself killed right yeah it's it's kind of uh taking over right now is that yeah uh yeah there's a lot of people here from fallen grove they're pretty upset y'all are in a lot of trouble right now it would seem that way yeah but we're working it out you know we got uh sayla here uh she's come from dimmerhold she's gonna help us out oh yeah uh, these two or three people it's gonna help you out hey now hey i've been training we're gonna do the best we can you know? We may be small, but we're mighty. Well, I have some intel. Speak for yourself, short stack. About one of these <laughs> stolen goods. Some intel. Uh, okay. Please tell. What sort of intel? A magic item that Blackfire procured. Okay. That 
could be of some great use for you all. Hmm. For us? Yes. So you just happen to come here because you want to help us. That's what it is. You're here to help us. Of course not. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's that good. (laughs) That's true. Apparently you are. That's not the only stolen goods that are there. Ah, okay. What sort of uh, what sort of intel? What what sort of thing is it exactly that you think that uh, could be some help to us? So, I noticed on my way in that there's a lot of trees protruding out of houses, overgrown destruction of the city. As Joseph is saying that, there's like a small tremor that goes through the floor. Which you all notice. Everybody except for Selah is familiar with this. Already in Selah would probably be like, what was that? Yeah, what was that? <laughs> yeah, so uh, these Grovers, Selah, you noticed, like he's saying, all the vines and the trees. And it's kind of like a freaky forest is growing up through the middle of Brightport. Well, it's, it's sort of uh, taken over. And if we don't stop it, there's a good chance that Brightport's going to just crush and fall into this river and wash into the sea. The whole city. The growers are growing a forest in the middle of Brightport? The growers, uh, the, yeah, it's taken over. And it, uh, these, you saw the vines hanging down inside, uh, outside of the house here and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just carving through the streets and the city and the town, the buildings, everything. It's just destroying it. Brightport's going to be washed away. Like in Legend of Korra. It's going to destroy everything. So you think there's an item that might let us stop that specifically? Yes. Supposedly, there is a a magic item that is potentially powerful enough to poison and destroy an entire forest. Really? Hmm. That sounds pretty powerful. It's called the Spout of Sickness. Well, that doesn't sound ominous at all. The Spout of Sickness. That sounds like it could be pretty, pretty dangerous. In the wrong hands, yes. Yeah, sounds like something a real uh, that would be real powerful and real bad in the hands of a sleazebag like uh, like Blackfire. Indeed. Lyrica's gonna walk up closer to the cell mm-hmm. and she's gonna look down at the dragonborn guy and she's gonna say, "How how how do we know it's not in the wrong hands if if it's in yours? It's not going to be in mine. Well, where's it going? You all can have the spout of sickness, but." I want access to the rest of the stolen goods. Oh. So where exactly is this thing? Where where exactly are the these things being kept? Well, of Do you course know? it would be in the house of Blackfire. Oh, <laughs> you think it's, it's in Blackfire Mansion? Oh, well, that's fine. We'll just walk over there, yeah, right? Yeah, I, I used to go there all the time. Yeah, no problem. Let's go. You hear a voice speak out oh, no. from the darkness beside you. I actually might be able to help with that. Nobody asked you. I knew it. <laughs> no, and, uh, I was about to say what Lucius said. <laughs> curb stomp this shorty, dude. Let's go curb stomp this little short stack. <laughs> if somebody has intel that we need, shouldn't we hear of it? Listen to the lady. Can we Not curb- from this guy. Not this guy. We got the curb stomp curse. Curb stomp. Don't trust the word this monster says. Curb stomp, then info. Sally, you look over and you see a, a halfling in the cell next to Joseph's. He's got his face pressed up to the bars, and you can see a scar shining in the dim light. Oh, come on, Lucius. Oh. 
You know that you can trust me. I would never trust you with anything. I wouldn't trust you with a peanut. I wouldn't trust you with <laughs> a, a cat. I wouldn't trust you with a fingernail. You'd sit in there and you rot. I trust Lucius more than I trust this short guy. That's fine. I'll stay here. You don't have to accept my help, but I will tell you, you'll never get into that vault without the password. Is it password? Miss would have already asked him mm-hmm. about miles and stuff mm-hmm. oh yeah there's been conversations but like has he <gasps> no. been helpful in the conversation no Aww. he has not been helpful at that's all. all i need to know. <clears throat> there's been some some torturing and Torture. Know, stuff like that. Oh, <laughs> i probably i, mean, I don't know if you know, Misk would have done all well that. maybe not miss but there's definitely people here who would have <clears throat> lucius <clears throat> <laughs> lucius 100 percent. so what do you want out of it he doesn't want anything. I want my freedom. That's what I want. <laughs> You're not getting upset. Well, listen, Are Shiv. you interested in pirating? <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> you know who he is. No. <laughs> he knows who you are. <laughs> listen, Linnaeus Darkstorm. I'm not interested in pirating. I'm interested in my freedom. Shiv, we already gave you opportunities for some freedom and you some freedom i told you what i wanted and you didn't give me that so. that's fine you all can go and you can all die or you can take me with you all right i'll lead you into the house i'll get you into that vault and once you have this spout or whatever you let me go shiv i already told you the only way that you're getting out of this cell is if we do a blood contract how far away is the house from here? You know, you're lucky with her author, because with my author, you're not getting out of the cell ever. Uh, it's, uh, it's, you know, I mean, it's not too far. We can take some of the tunnels, and it'll take us pretty close. Why? I'm just curious. It's in the city. We can get there a couple hours walk a few hours from here. Mm. By taking the tunnels. I see. But it's... <laughs> you all don't know what you're getting into. The... Enchantments alone on Blackfire's vault would disintegrate this entire city. You don't know me. I don't need to know you. <laughs> what? You know nothing about me. I'm I'm pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. <laughs> we're dealing with somebody who's killed a god, though, so we're going to need all the help that we can get. You're dealing with a god. He's not there, is he? No. Well, if he's not home, then what's the problem? No, he's not there, but he's saying that he's the one who put the uh, protection on there, so it could be pretty serious. Ah. Uh, uh g- give a, uh, go one second. Hjalmar turns, he puts his hand on Misk's shoulder, and he kind of pulls you to the side. Misk, I think we should consider his offer. I already told him. It, the only way yeah, he's let's getting... walk a little further. I think they could still hear us. They walk a few <laughs> no. more feet. I just scuttle up next. <laughs> they go, they go, take you away. <laughs> Listen, Misk. This could save the entire city. Like, we could actually save the city. If we could stop this thing that's growing, then we got a real chance at fighting back, you know? They're gonna... I don't know how... I don't know if we've got hours, if we've got days, until Central Brightford just disintegrates into the into, into the river and flows into the city, into the sea. I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen. I hate that scumbag as much as the next guy. Maybe it's not as much as Lucius, but as much as the next guy. And... Look, I know this is a little bit sensitive. Maybe you just kill him when you're done. I think the only way we could keep him in line when he's out of those cells is a blood contract or something. 
Something I don't know so how to write a blood contract. I don't do either. No. no. And but he won't tell me where Miles is or what's going on. So I don't. I we'll just don't find know. Miles. We'll find him. Okay. okay. He's not here. He, he he can't be in the city. We would have already found him. All right. Emily, you raising your hand? No, that was Marissa. Marissa, what's up? <laughs> My character works a lot in blood magics. That's like a main part of her class. Right. Would she potentially know how to write one up? I'm gonna say no. Um, just because it's it's more of an intelligence thing Darn. to actually write a proper blood contract. Also, like there's a lot of ritualism to it. It takes time. You're well, you're pretty intelligent, but still, I'm gonna say that that blood contract is off the table here in the time frame you guys are working in. Okay. Thank you for asking, though. It was a good question. Yeah. All right. So Misk just kind of nods her head at Hjalmar, and mm. she goes over to the cell. She opens the cell door. What are you doing? He kills you. She goes into the cell. She looks Shiv right in the face. Mm-hmm. We'll let you go. Really? With us. Yeah. And when we're done, I'm just free to go. She pulls out her rapier uh-huh. and, like, grabs him. By the, like, his shirt. Okay. And holds a rapier up to his throat. You may not make it out of this alive. <laughs> he smiles a big smile. That's my girl. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that hurt me, Paul. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Give in to your anger. <laughs> Erica's going to uh, walk up next to them and put a, put a hand on Misk's shoulder. And and ask, do you do you mind if I try something real fast? Miss pulls her rapier away, but kinda she's really good with the sword, okay. but she pulls it away kinda like she doesn't really care, but like cuts him on purpose, just mm. right on the neck. Nicks him. Yeah. Oopsie. And puts her sword in her sheath and walks. Alright, Larica, what are you uh, what are you wanting to try something real fast? She is going to activate her crimson right on her sword and draw it. Okay. So the sword ignites in, like, some sort of flame. Okay. And she's going to attempt to, like, just, you know, one attack on the shiv to brand him with the brand of castigation. What, in the name of it's, God? Whenever it's, you damage it's really a creature the Crimson Rite, you can choose to sear an arcane brand. You always know the direction to the branded creature. Oh, I like this. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, Wow. And each time the branded creature deals damage to you or a creature you can see within five feet of you, they suffer four points of psychic damage. Oh. It lasts until you dismiss it or until you brand another creature. Amazing. So, yeah, you can brand him. All I need to do is hit him. Like, hit him I'm going to say that he just stands there and lets you press the, the brand up against him. You don't have to roll for it. Okay. Well, it's going to do a bit of damage. That's okay. Is that all right? Yeah. He's been tortured already. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let me get the dice. Where is it? Wow. That was cool. It is cool. That's amazing. Okay. That's three plus seven. That's 10 points of slashing damage along with four points of fire damage. So 14 hit points overall. And now he's branded with that. 14 damage and he is now branded. What's the brand look like? What does it look like? It looks like... Spaghetti. <laughs> kind Snake. of, but not really. It's like these like loose um, sort of mystical symbols okay. that sort of represent the moon in a sense. Right on his forehead. On his forehead? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Nice. 
Just because it's embarrassing. <laughs> I just think it's funny. He kind of grunts, and then he rubs his head where that's at, and he says, that was unnecessary. <laughs> Miss just laughs. So uncivilized. So uncivilized. I don't think it is. A lot of the things you do is unnecessary. Oh, your existence, mister, is unnecessary. Don't get so- Lucius wild up again. <laughs> He's my bud. I got his back. Kilmer uh, steps over and undoes the uh, the lock on Joseph's cell, opens it, uh, grabs his gear that is kind of leaning against the wall on the opposite side and hands it to him. Here you go, Joseph. Um, so you're going to uh, you're going to go with us, I suppose, and help us find this place. Yes, of course. And uh, the shiv is going to help us get in there. And, you know, anything he's got there. So long as you don't do anything I wouldn't do, okay, Joseph? Um, sure. <laughs> so the uh, the six of you are going to go, well, you should probably get going, but just be careful out there, okay? Uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of enemies, a lot of people looking to hurt you, hurt us. And if you're going, you're going to Blackfire's Mansion, you're going to have to try and be very... Stealthy, you know, just try to not be seen if you can help it. Okay? Hmm, no problem. Yes. <laughs> We've got this. I'll try. I am going to require a weapon, of course. <laughs> oh, that's funny. We'll ask Lucius. Hey, hey, Lucius, you think we should give Shiv a weapon? He gets a slink. I really don't think we should trust him with anything, like as I was saying before. Um, you know, if he dies, oh well. Yeah, he hurts himself. Sucks. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. He just glares at you, Lucius. That's fine, but you're all going to have to. Fine, I'm looking. I'm looking for my stuff. I'll see if I have anything that I can spare. He can do a lot of damage with like a really simple weapon, though. He can. I have a dagger. I'll give him a dagger. You walk yeah, over and hand him a dagger? Yeah, I hand him a dagger. Oh, no. Oh, One dagger. Isn't that his specialty? I give him a stick. <laughs> Thank you, Darkstorm. I will uh, be very careful with it. I expect some money in return for that later. Of course. <laughs> we'll settle up down the road. If you make it down the road. If he does anything with it, am I allowed to confiscate it? <laughs> you are 100% allowed to confiscate his life. <laughs> <laughs> This is wow. going to be fun. Kelmer turns to you, Salem. Are you uh, you good to go with them? Or I mean, I know this is kind of an intense first quest for you to help us out. Are you okay with that? Absolutely. I'm more than capable of taking on anything that you throw at me. Okay. Well, you know, uh, this will be uh, this will be a good test of that, I suppose. <laughs> you, you all be careful. I'll be I'll be watching for you. And then he turns and leaves. And as he does, you all sort of formulate your plan. And the plan will be for you all to take the tunnels. There is a tunnel that leads in the direct path toward the mansion, the Blackfire Mansion. Secret Which tunnel. is in the, yes. most, the most northern part of central Brightport. Uh, there is a large mansion, huge grounds, beautiful, or at least it was. None of you have been there, but the intel that you have heard, Misk especially, is that 
this, while the city is overgrown with these vines and they seem to be constantly moving and shifting and all of that stuff, you've also heard that from the people who have managed to get close enough to get a look at the Black Fire Mansion, it is completely shrouded and covered in trees jutting out from all sides, these enormous vines. It looks like some strange, exotic jungle has taken over it. And, you know, the all the intel that you guys have followed says that it probably originates there. So odds are you guys are heading into a real bad situation, is what I'm telling you. Seems legit. I'm ready. So you all are going to head out into the central area outside of the house, make your way down to the correct tunnel that leads you north toward this place. You will have to cross under the river to get there, which the tunnel goes under the river, so you should be fine. But you've got a little ways walk down here, and then you will exit in a place where I would say Lucius, Lyrica, and uh, Misk have probably been close-ish over here. You guys kind of have filter, you know, made your way around and know where you're at. Is there anybody around? What do you mean? Is there anybody when you like, get from the, our group? When you get into the tunnels, there won't be. When you, before be, the tunnels. Before the tunnels, sure, there's lots of people. I need somebody that is around that I know. Okay. I need them to take care of Flicker. I gotta tell them. Oh, Aww. okay. Well, you can just call on someone that you know. Anybody? Hey, you. Oh, uh, yeah. Take care of Flicker while I'm gone. You uh, remember what he eats every day? Three meals a day? Yeah. Don't weird. give him too much he water. He eats ears. He eats weird raw meat. It's weird. Yep. Don't <laughs> give him too much water. He hates that. But we have to let it sit out long enough that it starts to rot a little bit. It's yep. gross. Like so, I said, something's wrong with that cat. <laughs> well, he's not a cat. I already told you this. But he's he is a, cat, a cat, though. Well, he's a cat now. It's it's very complicated. I'll Just take, care, take of care of him. Okay, you're good. Thank you. Uh, okay, now you guys go to the tunnel. Sorry. <laughs> and you start making your way through this long, dark tunnel. Uh, you probably got a good hour walk awesome. in this tunnel before you are close enough that you want to exit. As you are all walking, what's the marching order? Misk will be pretty close to Shiv. Okay. Probably. Can we put him in the middle? Yeah, I'm in but, the front. Well, Miss would be behind you. I cast light on myself. Okay. Joseph's in the front, shining like a diamond. Shine <laughs> yeah, bright like a diamond. diamond. And I need to think of his style now. It wasn't his style. You guys misunderstood. It was his vibes. <laughs> oh. was, you his s- vibes were he off. He did not pass you the vibes. You said style, <laughs> I was kind of metaphorical. <laughs> Miss would be in the back just so she can keep an eye on Shiv. Mm-hmm. And she has her hand on her rapier. She's not very. She's not feeling good about this situation. Who's in the very front? Joseph. Joseph's in the very front. Who's behind Joseph? Selah. Selah behind Joseph, then... Shiv. I would want to be next to Shiv, too. If they're not in front or gotcha. sides. Okay. So we'll put Shiv kind of there and you three kind of just around him. Where's mm-hmm. Lucius wanting to be? I'll be in front of Shiv okay. behind. Say the... Oh, no, we can't put him in the back. No, I'll no, be Misk in the back. No, is in the back. Misk is taking up okay. the back. Misk is behind Shiv. You're next to Shiv. We're just keeping yeah. Shiv company. I'll just... I <laughs> doesn't get along. Misk has her hand on her rapier. I just have we everything drawn. We want him drawn. to feel comfortable. Just... <laughs> <laughs> How have you been, Misk? No one asked you to talk. Listen, you leave the cell and you you want to talk all of a sudden. I don't understand you, Shiv. I've wanted to talk the whole time, just not about what you want to talk about. I ask one simple question. What happened to Miles? And you can't tell me. He's so. not here. Obviously. I'm going to like loudly whisper like to Misk. I'm going to say, Misk, it's called emotional manipulation. <laughs> just ignore everything he says. <laughs> He's a... Jerk. The last time I saw him, he was alive. 
before your friends took me in. Where was that at? (laughs) (laughs) I have no desire to talk to you. The only reason you're here is because I don't even want to use the word need because we don't need you. Hjalmar told me to bring you and that's why we're bringing you. In yes, the story. he told you to bring me because you need me. Mom said that I had to invite my little sister, so I guess he's coming along. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we'll just tolerate your presence. We'll tolerate your presence, but that if you're not going to be saying anything useful, keep your mouth shut. All right? All right, Shiv, you want to talk? Let's talk. How's your family? You know, when we were so close... Your family, you seem pretty close to them, but was that just the front, or how's Charlie, how's Charlotte? He, uh, gets quiet. Oof. Got him. Get wrecked, son. (laughs) Got him. Oh my gosh. They're dead, you guys. If they're dead, I'm ticked off right now. Dude, that's pretty funny. (laughs) How's Leona feel about, you know, all your secret missions and your, your leader, Perhaps you should say. They were not a secret to her, miss. (laughs) She's garbage, too. Oh, so the real victims in this. It's really easy for you to look down on me from your pinnacle of morality, isn't it, miss? You're such a wholesome person. It's not that hard to look down at you because you're very short. (laughs) (laughs) Miss walks up and she's pretty close to him. Like she kind of whispers over to him. You know, while we were away from each other, I learned a lot about myself and the things that I actually have done in my life. And I found out that you're actually not all you talk up to be. And there's worse people out there. So you might want to step lightly. There are certainly worse people, Misk. And it's easy for you to look at things from your point of view and not see what the rest of us have to deal with. But let's just say that Charlie and Charlotte are safe. Well, that's good. And I don't know where they are. How do you know they're safe? (laughs) Yeah. That's the point, Misk. I don't know what our next mission's going to be. Adopt some children. (laughs) (laughs) And anyway, I'm sure Miles is fine, so long as he isn't trying to break his blood contract. Miss just stops. What do you mean, blood contract? What do you mean? What did you think happened when he took your name off, you replaced it with his. And I'm still the sole owner of that contract. So just keep in mind, if I die, well, there's no telling what might happen to him. That would have been really nice knowledge to know um, before we let you out. Can we uh, backtrack on that? And he takes a few few more, he just takes a couple steps ahead and and just like ends the conversation. Mm. Joseph, see, give me a perception check. I perceive nothing. <laughs> That's not good. That's a six. Plus? Plus three, nine. Sayla, you're yes. right behind him, right? Yes. Uh, you can see well with his light shining, and I'm sure you're being attentive, right? Watching, being perceptive, perhaps? Yeah, I have my great axe of warning out. <laughs> oh, good. What does that do for you? It allows me to... Warn it warns me when there's danger. <laughs> okay. All the weapons on your person, Warning. you have advantage on initiative yeah. rolls. In addition, you and any of your companions within 30 feet can't be surprised except when incapacitated weapon magically awakens you. Okay, so I, what I'm going to say, even though it doesn't specifically say it here, because of this warning that you're attuned to, mm-hmm. give me a perception check with advantage. Okay. 
13. It's better than nine. 13. <laughs> That's about, yeah. Uh, let me see. What did I... Oof. <laughs> no. So here's what's going to happen. Uh-oh. We all die. Uh, you guys are walking. Everything seems to be fine. Misk and Shiv are having a heated conversation. Lucius keeps making, uh, taking pot shots at him and saying mean things. <laughs> Lyrica is like dissing him and trying to convince Miss not to listen to him. Sayla, yes. you feel as water drips on your forearm. I look up above. And when you do some little piece, you're, you guys are in like a stone, like concrete pipe, like, like an underground pipe. Hello. It's probably about 15 feet wide. I'm 15 feet tall. It's very large. Uh-huh. And there's water on the bottom. And as you look up, you see some some of that rock and concrete crack and crumble. Uh-huh. Do I see it? Like falling, cracking like, and crumbling? Like crack. And not like big, like, but just like you see a little bit of crack. It's like just starting to crack a little bit, and you see some rock crumbling out of it. Uh-huh. How high? How tall are these tunnels? 15 feet. About 15 feet. Oh. Why? Oh, never mind. Just tell me when I notice it. Does Sayla say anything? <laughs> there seems to be some cracking amongst these pipes. Oh, point you, it, point it out. You all look up. The point Lerica where she, looks at the shift. The place where she. <laughs> good job. Same. The place where she points up. You do see a crack. In fact, the moment you look up, you see something poke through. It looks like a Ew. green thorny vine. Mm. That stops me from doing what I wanted to do. What did you want to do? I want to run up the wall and cast Mending on it. Okay. Uh, Water starts running out of the hole. About the size of a quarter. No, like like a good little quarter sized. And Shiv says, Are we under the river? Are we? And then water comes shooting out of the hole. Oh, no. And run, you run, hear cracking. Run, run. We need to get going. Run. The vine starts growing out. Run, Other cracks run. start forming. And I need run. initiative rolls. We are having uh, ourselves a skills challenge. Miss yeah. grabs the ship. 19 plus 1. You just scoops him up like a baby. I just grab his <laughs> arm. I got a, I got a 6. Okay, uh, what is everyone's initiative? 12. Okay. Thirteen. Six. Can't say it at the same time, guys. Okay, six. Who got a six? Emily. Okay. Emily got a six. What did Rissa get? Seven. Jeffrey. Twenty. Twenty. Okay, so Jeffrey got the highest. So Joe. So then Misk. And then Sailor. And then who got a? So y'all got six and seven. Yeah, I got seven. She got six. So Shiv. And then Lyrica. Is bringing up the rear with a six. And y'all did add your initiative modifiers, right? Yes. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so the water is now starting to pour in. The ceiling above you guys is starting to crack. We'll soon bust free and collapse, and this entire tunnel is going to start flooding with water. Uh, real fast. Y'all are in trouble. You need to use your skills, uh, your magic, anything you can think of to get you guys out of there, to slow down the flow, to stop the hole, anything you want. Uh, Try anything you have to help you guys get out of this tunnel as quickly as possible. 
you're not sure how far you are from the nearest exit up. Jeffrey, you're going first. I run up the wall. Okay, you want to run up the wall and and do what? What's and your... cast mending on it. Okay, so <sighs> mending is just kind of like an automatic thing, right? Yes. So I'm instead of instead of making you roll for that, I'm gonna make you roll acrobatics. But I don't need acrobatics. You do to run up the wall. No, I don't. You don't? No, I have a cloak of arachnida. Arachnida. Climbing speed equal to your walking speed. You can move up, down, across vertical surfaces, upside down, along ceilings while leaving your hands free. Oh my gosh, he's a cheater. <laughs> okay, so I'm still gonna need a roll. So what I'm gonna say is, give me. Okay, instead, give me a spellcasting roll with your spellcasting modifier. Charisma. Um, yep, charisma. Which would be what? So just use your spell attack modifier, which is a plus eight. Okay. It's a. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna give you advantage because of the cloak. Helping you out a lot. That would have been 17. Here's 17 there. Okay, that would have been 24. Oh, good lord. Uh, I'm going to say that you do succeed to mend it some. It is, there are more vines coming. Uh, and they have reached the top of this pipe. They are coming through, but you slow it down a bit. Okay. So uh, you successfully slow it down enough that the water slows, gives the, everybody a little bit more of a chance to run. Do you start moving forward now? Yes. Okay. Misk. Yes. What do you do? I cry. Okay. Then what? <laughs> uh, I don't really have any spells or anything that can like do anything that in this situation. So. Inspire everyone to run. Yeah, I can do something like that. I could do that. How do I do in DF? Forget. I don't know. I have no idea how to. Do it. I guess I can bardic inspiration somebody. Who do you want to bardically inspire? <laughs> well, since we're going to keep running and Joseph will be kind of behind, I'll probably... But he's already went. So, who's next? I will bardically inspire Selah. Okay. You bardically inspire Selah. Selah, you have bardic inspiration. Woo! <laughs> uh, and that'll, that'll be enough for your turn. That's fine. That's all well, I just want to... I grab Shiv when it happened. Okay. And then I'm just like on his shoulder or whatever. I'm just pulling him along. Kind of pull him along. Okay, uh, Sayla, it's your turn. What do you do? Sayla was thinking about using some divine favor and praying out to her <laughs> <Dirt> better. Okay. <laughs> Halfway While <there>. running. Living <laughs> <laughs> on a prayer. You're just like, please don't let us die here. Like, is that your for sure? Take my hand. <laughs> Um, well, I wasn't sure, because, like, I don't think from protection from evil can help us. Um, no, probably not. I was thinking, well, I was thinking maybe I could bless three people. But that's for attacking, and I don't know that that would help. Does it help with saving throws? Well, it helps with saving throws, too, yeah. Okay, I'm going to use yeah. bless then. Okay. On. And I will bless, uh... Lucius and Larica and Misk. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to bless okay. the ship. <laughs> so y'all have a D4. Yeah, definitely don't bless, bless the ship. No. <laughs> y'all have a D4 that you can add to an attack roll or saving throw. Uh, and this lasts for one minute. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's the Shiv's turn. The Shiv is going to just roll uh, acrobatics. Okay. 
He's going to try and uh, get ahead, get try and put as much distance between himself and the problem as he possibly can. He got a 19. So he's doing pretty well. He is, uh, he, in spite of the fact that he is short, he is very quick. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of impressive. Lerica. My walking speed is 40 feet. Okay. Do you think I can keep pace with the shift pretty easily? Probably. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to use my action to dash and stay as close to him as possible. Okay. With my sword out. Are you hoping to, <laughs> like, just, just to, just to make sure that you've got, like, you're close to him or you want to, like... Intimidate him in any way. Intimidate him. <laughs> I mean, if if intimidation happens, then sure. But I'm just trying to stay close to him so I can, um, because the brand of castidation it only works. I can only um, I can only cause him to suffer damage if he attacks a creature within five feet of me. Right. So right, I need right, to right, stay right. close to okay. keep it like working. Well, go ahead and give me an intimidation check anyway. It's not bad. I got a twelve. Total? Yeah. Um, you don't really know if he's intimidated or not. Lucius. Probably not, but I don't care. It is your turn. So, I'm going to use my uh, second level spell slot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Drea, what's your character's name again? Sayla. Sorry. Sayla. Um, what is her... How, how fast is she running about, would you say? What's her speed? 25 feet. You know what? I'm gonna do a thing. I'm gonna be a friend, be a buddy, be a pal. I'm gonna cast Long Strider, and I'm gonna cast it on myself, and I'm also gonna cast it on you. And we're gonna be going very fast. Cool. Sweet. So you get an extra ten feet of movement nice. for the next hour. Oh, oh nice. Cool. All right. Okay. Sailor and Lucius go. <laughs> so, <laughs> Naruto running down the pipe. Yeah. Exactly. Everybody's moving fast. So in the front you have Sailor and Lucius, and. Lyrica, you're actually having to hold back just a little bit to keep pace with Shiv because he can't quite go <laughs> 80 feet in one turn with a dash, um, even though he is very fast. I can, like, grab his shirt and, like, drag him with <laughs> Yeah, you're kind of pulling him <laughs> uh, you might You might do that on your next turn if you need to. Then you have Misk and uh, Joseph bringing up the rear. And they're still moving, but you guys are probably about 20 to 30 feet behind the rest of them. Holy cow. 20 feet, we'll say. The... Crack completely gives way, and the river starts pouring in behind. We're about to be surfing. Gone surfing. I take out my shield. (laughs) Joseph, what do you do? You hear a boom, and then rushing, just crumbling behind you. And the cracks are spreading towards you guys, like like coming down the pipe. You don't really know how far they're going to go and how bad it's going to be. The water is behind you, and it's now rushing toward you. What do you do? Well, it's either going to be that, or um, I don't know if this would help to like make us faster. But I don't still don't think we could outrun that. I don't know. I mean, if, if the river is pouring out behind us, it'll probably push us out of the tunnel. It'll push us, right? Uh, out of the tunnel would would you drown before you get out the tunnel? Oh, great. Yeah, like you're pu- it's, pu- it's going to push you all the way out to like the ocean. Uh, a good a good ways out. Like you guys need to climb up and out. There are like manholes basically. Okay. This is basically I don't a sewer use system. my spell slot, but I'm going to y- stay at the back and use warding wind at level it's two? a second level spell. 
Okay, strong wind, 20 miles per hour, blows around you in a 10-foot radius and moves with you, remaining centered on you. Okay, so it's just a real strong wind, and you're hoping to slow the water down? Yes. When, so if you're in the back, when the water hits you, it's gonna, you're hoping to slow it down some. And this could last up to 10 minutes. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. You use that. I'm going to need a spell attack roll again just to see how effective it is, okay? Because it's not an innate sort of power of this that it can stop all that water. Right. But it does. it is as wide as this pipe. It's 10-foot radius, so it's 20 feet across. Mm, that's a 15. Okay. So with a 15, water is getting through, but it is slowed. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is not rushing through and pushing you guys right now. Every turn, you will continue to roll as long as you hold that up. Okay. And you can still move at your normal speed, right? Should be able yeah. to, yeah. Yeah, because it, it moves with you. Okay. All right, Misk, you hear the boom and rush of water turn, just blowing towards you guys, and then you see Joseph crank up the wind. You're within 10 feet of him, and so you feel that wind blowing all around you. It's currently deafening can't hear anything oh, just great. really loud wind oh no and you see this water behind you guys and you're getting hit with it but it's not pushing you okay so i have earth tremor mm-hmm. could i earth tremor why you laugh no go ahead i want to hear what your idea is you laughed, so it's a bad idea. No, you haven't even told me your idea. <laughs> no, we don't even know what the so idea is i want to do earth tremor uh-huh. behind joseph to make like you know, Chamber of Secrets, you know, when the rocks fall between Harry and Ron. You want to try and cr- make a crushed rock I want to pretty much make that top with Earth Tremor just break that and go between us. So it stops the water until it's so pressurized that it pushes the rocks out. So here is what I will tell you. I'm dead. If you're still under the river, it's just going to make the thing flood up faster. When you bring that rock down, all the water's going to come in behind it. What if you use Earth Tremor to make like a hole, so the water has to go under in the hole? Well, we're all in the river. It makes like a... She's saying maybe you could make a hole, crack it downward, so that it can maybe start going, but it's, it's, it's either more water under you or solid earth. We don't know which. Plus, we're under a river. Mm-hmm. You could be under a river. So, you guys are moving. You don't know how far it goes under the river and when you've gotten through. I'm kind of at a disadvantage because everybody is way ahead of us. Oh, they're just like 15 to 20 feet ahead Except of us. Well, and he's not. Yeah, you're with him. Well, Misk would probably look for a way up or out. Uh-huh. So okay. can she do a perception check to find a manhole? For or? sure you can. I'm also going to tell you that you might want to do Bardic Inspiration yeah. if you want to. Well, you can't do that because he can't hear you, so... I can't, I can't hear, hear anything either. Give me a perception check. Uh, and I won't give you disadvantage or anything, even though you're deaf. And go ahead and give me a perception check. You're trying to see a way out, find a way out, do something with a way out. Your perception's a plus three. 17. 17 on that perception check. Okay, so with a 17, you don't see anything right now. You don't see any ways out, which means within the next 30 feet, there is no way out. But you are actively looking and you've got your eyes trained and you've been through here so you kind of know what you're looking for okay Okay, cool Uh, so it's a success but you don't see anything yet all right next on the docket is sayla so are we far away from joseph or like we not able to get to where he is or it's the you could get to where he is he's like 15 feet away he's moving you're all moving forward 
Okay. But you're just a little ahead of him. Sayla's gonna turn around and she's gonna cast Guidance on Joseph. Okay, what does that do? And that that gives him a d4, and I so I have to touch a one willing creature once before the spell ends. The target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to one ability check of its choice. It can roll the die before making or after making the ability check. The spell then ends, just to give him an extra boost. Yeah, you're gonna. Whenever you do your next roll, you can add a d4 to it. But does yeah. she have to touch me? Yeah, she's gonna run back and touch you. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna run back and touch Joseph, and then I'm gonna get Thank out of there. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you've got and you've got a speed of 40. You can't dash because you're using your action, but you can go. You, we'll say you just go 15 feet back, yeah. and then you can go another 25 feet forward. Yeah, if you exactly want. like so, that. She still has long strider. Oh yeah, she's got long strider, bro. Yeah. So you got an extra 10 feet yeah. of movement. Um, oh, so it'll be 25. Well, that's that. I was including be, that. Oh, it would be 35. Yeah, I was saying 40. It would actually be 35. So you, you can go back 15 feet, touch him, and then go forward right. 20 more feet. Right. So you can still move. That's what I want to do. Okay, now it is Shiv's turn. Shiv is trying to get out of there. He doesn't have any spells, nor does he have any moves. Uh, he is going to roll something in private. <laughs> That's mean. Come on, share with the class, Shiv. So intimate. And uh, <laughs> he, he, he doesn't do anything. He just keeps running. Oh, that we know of. Okay, Lyrica, your turn. I'm torn. Okay. Because yeah. I can very easily keep up with him. Uh-huh. And like, I can even try and like grab the back of his shirt and try and like pull him with me. I'm very, very strong. But if I'm just running blindly, I won't notice like an exit. Do you have dark vision? Yeah. But I can go like 80 feet a turn if I'm dashing. Yeah. So. What about my light? Your light, does it take concentration? No. I was thinking it would have ended because you would have to have concentration when you cast another concentration spell, but it's not. So you still got light. Light doesn't have concentration. Yeah, you still got light. I mean, it's up to you. My passive perception is 13. Okay. If that would help me notice anything. You're looking for a way out. I mean, you're all, I'm assuming, looking for a way out, right? Yeah. Uh, since you're in the very front, and are you dashing full speed? Preferably. To okay. Just, you know, keeping pace with Shiv. Okay. You can take that passive. It's just, it's just like taking a 10 on your perception check. And I'll say that you can see like a, a gleam, a little bit of a glow up ahead. How, how far ahead? could probably get there in the next turn. I'll like call back and say, there's an exit up here. Just keep pushing forward. Follow me. All right, Lucius. I'm going to keep running. <laughs> um, let me look. I'm just trying to figure out what I could do uh, for a skills check. Um, skills. What skills do I have? Well, I can deceive. Oh, you got animal handling. Yeah. Uh, plus yeah, zero. Yeah. You got performance. <laughs> I can deceive you can the one. Oh, you can deceive the water. She's got a plus nine in deception. That's cool. Oh, wow. I can persuasion the water. I'm going to say if you want to, you can just run. And if you want to just keep running. Yeah, I'm going to keep running. That's fine this turn. <laughs> Joe, I need you to go ahead, Joe, and make me a check with your wind. Check, check. And now remember, you can do your guidance. It's a four. Four. That's not great. Plus oh, eight. Yeah. Plus two. Well, that's a 14. Yeah. And a bad roll into a mediocre roll. So, you know. <laughs> All right. Make me a constitution saving throw. Constitution. You too, Miss. Oh, oh, no. Gosh. no. 
And that dice ain't, doing, ain't, ain't treating you great. How often do I get to use that for? Before? Just the once and then it's gone. Oh, man. Are they within 10 feet of me? Either of them? Maybe. Why? Because I have aura of protection, so while I'm conscious, I grant all friendly creatures, including myself, within 10 feet a bonus plus two to saving throws. Okay. So you get a plus two. 12. Unfortunately, Misk gets hit right square in the back by a boulder <laughs> inside this water. A boulder? The wind shifts, and when I say a boulder, it's like a big chunk of rock. I mean, it's like probably a, a, like a five-foot square of stone. That's heavy. <laughs> Misk, you take 10 bludgeoning damage to the middle of your back, and you Ouch. go, you like fall. That's not a nice boulder. And when you do, you, the water flows That's over your body. Joseph, you see this happen. You see Misk go down, and she's like being pulled back into the water. See if you can, with a reaction, try to grab her. Save me, Joseph. Save me. Just give me a, uh, <laughs> I guess it'd be like a like a dexterity probably check. What kind of dexterity? You can call it acrobatics if it helps you. That's plus one. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if the main character in our Make Believe Champion episode died, and then we all became main characters? <laughs> 13 <laughs> 13 I'm gonna say you got a <laughs> I'm gonna say you got a hand on her uh, but this wind is failing now to hold back this storm of water that is mm. trying to flood towards you guys misc you are hurt Joseph here is holding on to you Joseph you're gonna lose her if you don't get some help uh, misc it is your turn so you can't like I don't know if there's anything really that you can do uh, unless you have maybe some kind of a spell. I don't know what it would be. Kind of in a bad spot here. I mean, I got spirit guardians, but I don't I don't know what they could do for me. Maybe they could just pick me up and you take try, me to I a mean, spiritual they place. Could, they could possibly help hold back the water if you wanted to try and get them to do that. You could try that. Glyph of Warding. It's not going to help in this position. So... You can try to cast it, and when they appear, you can try. You know, you can try to just make them hold that back so that y'all can get out. You okay, can... so I'm gonna cast Spirit Guardians. Go ahead and just give me a spell attack roll. It's a plus seven. Attack the water. Okay, so, so that's 18. an 18. So with an 18, I'm gonna say that they all appear. What do they look like? They look like little mists holding loots. Okay, and they all start sort of like glowing and their power creates a sort of like a grid and it holds back all these stones that are caught up in this rushing water and it slows it just enough that Joseph you're able to pull her out nice. uh, and y'all can start moving again but you're not going to actually get to move on this turn like you didn't move an inch on this turn and uh, everybody else y'all can see this happening Sayla it's your turn Sayla's going to keep running Okay. because Misk is they, like they've got it candled right yeah, I mean, sort of, yeah. Sort of? Sort of? Yeah. I mean, sort of. I don't know. There's there's not really much you could do. I don't really know what you could do to help, but... Yeah. They're back up. Shiv spots an exit. Exit. Head for the exit. But does he share that? <laughs> I already shared the exit. He, You see Shiv take off running left up on the wall and, like, do a jump, and he grabs onto a hanging ladder above you guys and starts crawling up immediately. He does not say a word to any of you. <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> I already pointed out that there is an exit. You did. Is it the same one I saw? Uh, yes. Lerica, you see all this happen, uh, and it's your turn. I'm going to yell back. I'm going to say, 
hopefully if they can hear me. It's probably pretty loud. No, I cannot hear you. They can't hear you. What? What'd you say? Sayla can hear you and Lucius can hear you. There's a ladder up here. She's going to shout that and then she's going to jump up and follow him because she's not letting him be alone. Give me an athletics check. Athletics? Yeah, your athletics should and be she's pretty, blessed, pretty stout. Isn't she? And you're also blessed, yeah. Yep. And I'm blessed. Does that work for that? I think it's just attacks and savings. Yeah, it's attacks and saving throws. We got What's your athletics? I got 10 total. Okay. <laughs> I'll say that you you get a hand on the ladder, but it's slimy. So when you go to pull yourself up, you slip. You manage to catch yourself, but you don't get up the ladder, and you're just kind of hanging on to it. So you're dangling beneath this ladder. I have a really good high jump yeah. from my face, yeah. so it shouldn't be too hard. You're good. I'm good. You're good. Lucius, it's your turn. So there are two things I want to do. Okay. <laughs> I want to get up that ladder, uh-huh. but I can also cast message to let our friends who cannot hear us. I can get them to hear us Okay. and let us know, th- let them know that there is in fact a ladder. Okay. They should keep coming over here. All right. You message who? Miski Soda. Misk. Lucius points back at you and whispers a message. There's a ladder over here. Get up and keep going. <laughs> go, go, go ahead and uh, give me you can give me an acrobatics if you want to kind of do a little flippity doop like or you can give me athletics if you want to just straight just acrobatics. hide acrobatics okay. I should probably do acrobatics oh, okay. let me check let me look yeah. let me take a look yeah, your athletics is a negative one your acrobatics is a plus four <laughs> yeah I no that's the wrong dice Right. Oh, that's roll, right. Make sure you roll a d20. There you go. I got a nat 20. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, how do you do it? Like, how do you kill how do the you, water? Like, acrobatic your way up. I go some extra parkour, hardcore. I do it also extra. That cloak is billowing. Man. You know, I if I can, I'm going to try not to make the shiv fall, but I'm going to make him think he's about to fall. Okay, yeah, you can get a hand on him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Maybe like grab him. Okay. Grab his ankles. Grab his ankles. You get a hand on him. <laughs> you, you clear Lyrica on the ladder. You're above Lyrica. Lyrica's hanging on. She's dangling beneath, uh, which might be good because somebody might need some help here in a minute. And then Shiv is up above you, but you've got your hand on him. Ooh, as we... Can I grab it? Like the bottom of his uh, foot. Shoe. Well, he's not wearing shoes. Yeah. You look up. You grab his foot. You can see that red thing on the bottom of his foot. And you can, you can grab a hold of that. The red thing on the bottom of his foot. He's a yeah. hot foot. He's a hot foot. They have like a red oh, yeah. marking oh. pad on the bottom of their feet. Yeah. Has I'm he not been wearing shoes this entire time? No, he's a halfling. He doesn't wear shoes. That's so gross. <laughs> they save money on not buying shoes. He's, yeah, sure. gonna, he's a jerk and he's gross. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'll grab his foot right where the hot foot thingy is. Okay. You have got a hold of him. Now it is Joe. Joe. Yo, mama. Give me Yo, one daddy. more check, Joe. Yo, bald-headed granny. Where am I checking? You're going to hold back that water. Hold it back. Hold Here we back go. the water. <laughs> 15. You're not rolled over a 10, mother. 15 is still pretty good. Uh, it is getting through now, but you are holding it back enough that you guys can keep going forward and keep on your feet. But it is it is difficult terrain. You said the wind fills the whole tunnel, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to be on the top of it. Okay, cool. So you want to... Yes. Okay, so you run up. What about Misk? You just let her do her thing? I mean, I don't know if I could carry her. It's going to slow you down significantly, and it's already difficult terrain. It's okay, I understand. Misk is up on her feet. You pulled Misk up, and she's on her feet. So she just keeps running 
and you run up the tunnel onto the top and you're moving forward. You can see Larica hanging down. She's about 20 feet from you. Miss is going to holler over to Joseph. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. One thing real quick. Does your cloak ignore difficult terrain? Yeah, it doesn't say anything about it. Okay, you're good. 15 feet. Now, Misk. Misk is going to attempt to get over to where they are. So give me a and give me an acrobatics to dash and grab. Nat That's 20, a natural 20. Y'all. Okay. Yeah. Yay, received. With a nat 20, you so you're you're in difficult terrain, but you can with a nat 20 dashing, I'm going to say you can it's 20 feet away so you can travel 30 feet. That's your whole action really. With all the stuff around you, it's hard for you to reach it, but you're able to jump and just I'm not in difficult terrain. Difficult terrain for creatures other than you. But that's... Oh. Well, it's not the wind that's making it difficult terrain, it's the water. But I'm on top of the tunnel. But it's it's filled with tunnel. Okay. It's coming out all around. Okay, I see how it is. <laughs> so I'm drowning? No, no, no. Okay. Don't drown, it's that's not fine. safe Okay, for fine. You. you can have it, okay? You can have it. You're you're making it. You clear, you <laughs> land, you are able to leap and just get like right beside Larica, like you're both hanging on there. And you're you're climbing up the thing, Joe. You get to it, and you just kind of—it's wide enough. You can just walk up it. Is that what you want to do? Cool, yeah. Okay, you start That's walking weird. up it. You're walking up it, Misk. You've reached. You're going up, Sayla. You're coming up on it. You see Misk. She's running up beside you. She leaps and grabs it. It's a little high for you, Sayla. Misk would notice though, too, right? Misk wouldn't just leave the whole. Like, if there's anyone left, she wouldn't just crawl up there. So she's still toward the bottom. So. There, you can't be at the bottom of the ladder. Because Larica, Larica is hanging from the bottom of the ladder. So oh, if anybody yeah. is going to help, help Sayla get up. up. Once I'm in, we're all in, or at least onto the ladder, whatever, I'll let the wind go. Once you get everybody's up. Well, I don't want them to be blown back down. Something. Right. They're they they're all in your wind right now. Everybody's in your wind right now. So I'll just let it go. We the wind beneath his wings. My guardians Maybe, are also holding. We're all on the ladder? Miss was on the ladder when oh, we okay. got there. Yeah, so yeah. wait till everybody gets on the ladder. And Sayla's not on the ladder. Yeah. Um, Sayla, I'm going to need an athletics check from you to okay. grab the ladder. Okay. Can I use my reaction to, if she misses, grab her hand? You can. I'm going to say that you being there, you can help her, and they'll give her uh, advantage. Advantage. I have 18. Okay, roll it again anyway, just so I can have the advantage. Right just because that's how D&D That's D&D. Better or worse? That one's worse. So we'll go with 18. <laughs> okay, cool. 18. 18 is plenty. You are not good enough at jumping to reach it, but you're good enough to reach Larica. And Larica, with an arm down, she just grabs you, and she strong arm pulls you up. Like it's like curling. Yeah, she just, that's right. She just <laughs> curls you up, and you are now holding on to the ladder, and you are all on the ladder. But Larica, you're dangling down. You all start to crawl up, and Joe, you can let go. Cool. Joe lets go of the wind, it stops blowing, and I mean, just a rush of water comes firing through that tunnel. And y'all need to keep climbing, because it could fill up uh, once it pressurizes. But for now, you are somewhat out of danger, and that will be the end of the initiative order. We did it! At the top, you have Shiv, you have Lucius holding on to his ankle. Uh, he looks down, you can let go, tiefling. No, I don't think I will. Fine, let's get out of here. Okay, let's. You all climb. You climb the ladder. You come out to the top. Uh, one by one, you all come out 
on the top, and it is dusk. It's not nighttime yet, but it's getting dark. The sun, it's it's that sunset moment. It's like right, the sun is just cresting. You can still see kind of half of that light Twilight. shining through. Uh, and you look around as you all come out. You are pretty near that house. You have gotten really close to the mansion. You can see it up on the hill about a quarter mile from where you are. It is engulfed in vines. There are trees coming out of every side and and just all over the roof. It looks like it's, at this point, literally being held up by these trees. Uh, the grass and the lawn outside are just chewed up with these enormous, spiky, thorned, green and brown vines all around. It looks like something just crazy, like in the middle of the weirdest forest on all of Manumi. And that's where we're going to end this first session. Can I just say it would have been really funny if the ship would have kicked Lucius in the face, right? And then taken four points of psychic damage. (laughs) Dude, that would have been hilarious. That would have been so Uh, funny. I'd be like, nope. Larry's like, don't you. (laughs) Not funny. (laughs) That would have been good. Uh, Okay, well, thank you for listening. We will be back next time. We'll be back here in a few minutes. Yeah, and just, we'll, we'll all be, yeah, here, yeah, just, uh, but, Actually, it's just gonna be. Alicia! What? I'm hungry. You're just, you're just eating while we record? Cheerios. <laughs> Dude, oh, I want some Cheerios! I, I don't blame her. I should quietly. go get some Cheerios. That's, that's a cardinal sin. No. no you should not go get some Cheerios. Wait, go get I some Cheerios. I had it's before we recorded, and it was great. Well, that's was, good. Before I was just gonna go see that. if I could make some ramen. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Uh, thank you all for listening. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. See you in a few minutes. See you next week. Is it? Is it really quiet? Like with when I'm talking, it, the bar barely moves. Talk really loud like this. Raise your voice. I I don't want to <laughs> yell. You you're, that's what you're going to have to do. That's not the answer. <laughs> Screaming is always the answer. I don't think I can do this do all episode. Do you all need to send Hello. me a test recording I, real quick? I think so. I think this is so. a podcast where we all scream at each other. Ah. Hey, 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 y'all, Emily, just stop that recording. <laughs> just stop. And send me a test. Stop it. Just send me that just as stop. your test. Just oh my gosh. It's time to stop.